Okay, now that we've got all assets on board, well, let's see. There's just one final thing left to do, 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 do. And that is this. Yeah, oops, oops, oops. I forgot something. Ladies and gentlemen, we are experiencing some technical difficulty with... I don't know why this isn't going through. It should. It's not going through on the video side, which doesn't make any sense. Well, no wonder I turned up the wrong wrong fader. I got to start it over again, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the talking points. I do apologize. I slid the wrong fader like a dingbat. Take two, I hope. Good evening, and welcome to another edition of Firefox News Online. And as you just heard, it is now time, as always, for Talking Points. Well, the Department of Health and Human Services has decided to create a brand spanking new office. Yes, a brand new office, and it's called the Office of Climate Change and Health Equity. Really? Well, let's see. Let's see if we can't... um, Help you to find out what they're all about. <laughs> I've also got the story that will be read for discussion in a few moments, but I want you to listen to the audio from a video introduction to the Office of Climate Change and Health Equity. Sounds really official. Sounds really good in the speaking, but in all honesty, they're not even remotely, they're not remotely trying to explain what exactly this Office of Climate Change and Health Equity is really supposed to do. It targets the poor. It targets people of color. It targets those most at risk. Seriously, that's what it says in the, well, you know, I'll play it for you and you decide for yourself. And be sure to pay close attention to the very beginning of what they say, because you're not going to believe your ears. Healthy, fresh air is no longer a given when every breath brings in climate change. With waters rising, health dangers also rise. Across America, for many, climate change has come home, harming the health of everyone, especially those who can bear it least, the poor, people of color, and the most vulnerable. So we commit our strength to protect, and we stand ready to help those who need it most. The U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Office of Climate Change and Health Equity is making it our mission. And be sure to pay close attention to the very beginning of what they say, because you're not going to believe your ears. Now, in case you missed it, listen carefully to the very beginning once again. Healthy fresh air is no longer a given when every breath brings in climate change. Healthy, fresh air is no longer a given 
when every breath brings in climate change. What utter fucking nonsense. I mean, that is outright, and I do mean outright, total bullshit. I mean, it's utter nonsense. It's absolutely insane. How can anyone create a brand new office? And by the way, they don't even know what their set goals are, what their true purposes are. It doesn't make sense. None of it. It's utter stupidity. But we shouldn't be too surprised. Look who's in charge in the White House. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, without any real leadership skills, without even being a legitimate president, an illegal president, a thief in the White House, better known as Sleepy Creepy Joseph R. Biden. Now, I know that there are some people out there who actually voted for him. And I feel sorry for you. You're assholes. <laughs> and it's not your fault. You were born that way. Trust me. I know about assholes. I'm surrounded by them from time to time. And it just really sucks. I mean, the people that tune into this broadcast are smart people. They're common sense thinkers. They're actually real, honest to God, smart folks that know better. They knew that this election was stolen by an asshole. So, you know, it kind of goes with the territory. You've got to just understand. There's a guy in the White House whose Health and Human Services Secretary actually believes they're doing a good job. And believe me, that is absolute, utter bullshit. So you have now, under the Health and Human Services Department, a brand new office that has absolutely no idea what it's doing because the people in Health and Human Services have no idea what they're doing. And that scares me. And it should scare all of you, America. It should scare you half to fucking death. It should really piss you off that this illegitimate, illegal, boneheaded, motherfucking asshole, son of a bitch, that's sitting in the White House, occupying it, is completely clueless and completely brainless. Okay? First of all, there is no scientific proof of climate change. No real science, anyway. You know how they love to say the Democrats follow the science, follow the science. Even their own fraud of a doctor, Anthony Fauci, isn't following the science. He's doing things his own fucking way. First he tells you you don't need a mask. Then he tells you you need a mask. Then he tells you you need two masks. I mean, you can't make up his fucking mind. So listening to that dumbass is like, well, listening to someone farting all day. You don't want to be around me when I start doing that, folks. Trust me. Anyway, I digress. The simple fact is they create this new office of climate change and health equity, A, to waste taxpayers' money, okay, because Democrats just love spending all that taxpayer money. You know they do. I mean, they'll raise the taxes so they can spend more of your money and you're left with nothing. Because as we are very well aware, the Democrats love taxing the American people into oblivion. Even though they promise they won't, 
you know how politicians are. I mean, I hate to say it, Republicans do it too. They'll say they won't raise taxes, but ultimately they do anyway. And that sucks. I know. When I was in the workforce, I hated to see my tax dollars being raised higher and higher. So I understand all too fucking well. So America, this Office of Climate Change and Health Equity not only is a waste of taxpayers' money, but it is a way for them to selectively legitimize climate change as a real thing. Okay, and, and listen to the way they said in the beginning how climate change affects every breath. Really? <laughs> Come on. Seriously? In the summertime, I suffer from a problem with the heat. High heat and humidity will literally knock me on my ass to a point where I'm unconscious. And worst case scenario, I end up getting nosebleeds as a result of extreme high heat and humidity. Now, being on a blood thinner, that's a problem. So I understand high heat and humidity, but what I don't get is how climate change or alleged climate change is doing all this. Because in the wintertime, and those of us who deal with winter chills in the Northeast, you'll understand when I say it was fucking brutal cold in the wintertime. And if climate change was a real thing, how come we got over two feet of snow here in my area? Not once, but twice in the wintertime. And storms back to back of each other, so to speak. Hmm. Couldn't Mr. Joseph R. Biden, the thief and chief, explain that? Probably not. He'll be sitting there going, oh, well, son of a bitch. Uh, I don't know. I, uh, well, I, I don't. And not answer one fucking question from reporters if they confront him about climate change regarding this office and all that happy, happy horse shit. Okay? So look. Here's another waste of the taxpayers' dollars. Another waste of our money and time, and it's stupid. Hashtag FFNOP, hashtag FFNOP. Trend tonight's broadcast all over the globe on social media right now. And with that having been said, it is now time, as always, for the rest of the story. Okay. Let's see if we can uh, do this the old-fashioned way, shall we? Um, By the way, ladies and gentlemen, uh, just to let you know, just to bring you up to speed here, uh, those of you watching, especially on the video side of this uh, broadcast, uh, I kind of boo-booed over the weekend. I was cleaning, I, I was transferring files from the broadcast computer onto my uh, external hard drive and ultimately somehow some way um, I, I moved all the files necessary for the video broadcasting and I had to and, and somehow they got deleted and somehow I had to well I had to fix what you're, the way you see me now 
on the video side. So I was able to do that easy enough, but uh, hmm. what can I say? I'm a I'm a klutz when it comes to when it comes to rushing things. I was in kind of a hurry. Uh, I was I had a friend downstairs waiting to take me to a 12-step meeting, and uh, I boo-booed. Anyway, welcome to the broadcast. Those of you who are tuned in live, large and in charge, tonight we actually have Blog Talk Radio working, which is nice because it's a dedicated phone number. I do have a backup number in case I need it, but I try not to put I try, I, I try not to use it. I don't want to put it out there because, yeah, well, just because. At least for now. I mean, certain 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 callers have the number, but I've asked them not to share the number with anyone. Okay, only because I'm trying to limit certain situations. Okay? Now, then, because of some of what happened in, with Hurricane Ida in Louisiana, um, Mike will be joining us. I'll be bringing him on via Skype, which means he's got to be mindful of the fact that I can't put him on mute if I need to. So any background noise, dude, try not to have any. Above all, you know. All right. Now, what the fuck happened here? That was... Oh, I hit the wrong button. No wonder. <laughs> I, hit, I hit for the dial pad. My bad. I goofed. And yes, it officially is Monday, and tomorrow is Tuesday officially, and Wednesday is Wednesday officially, and so forth. So for the smart ass that get, that keeps doing that shit, uh, now you've been told. So there. Now I'll get. I'll bring Gunslinger on board in just a second. <laughs> I just have to try and get Mikey here. No wonder I the the add buttons down here. So let's try that. All right, Mike. I'm working on you. Hello. There he is. Okay. Um. So now let me see here. Uh. Oh, yeah. There and there. Oh come on. Yeah, that's better. The switchboard was the switchboard was being temperamental. What's up, Gunslinger? Well, I don't know if you knew it or not, but did you know the entire city? I don't know. I don't know if you knew it or not, but did you know the entire city of New Orleans is in the dark? Power out everywhere. Actually, it is. Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah. Major eight, um, major lines, eight, eight major lines that feed the city, substation blue or something, took them all out. Yep. Jesus H. Christ. That is, oh, man. Um, all right, well, 
since uh, Mike from Louisiana is on the line with us, Mike, can you bring us up to speed on, on how badly, and we just got a small inkling of it from Gunslinger, but uh, just how bad is bad uh, with this storm? I mean, and are you still dealing with remnants of it? Well, we're not really dealing with remnants of it. Easy for me to say, eye teeth, but... Uh, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And that's supposed to be my take. Remember that now. Yeah, but... Uh, uh, I, ha- I, have the, I have the copyright on that, you know. <laughs> and by the way, George, are you playing around with your reverb? Because I'm kind of getting reverb here. Oh, wait a minute. Got a lot of... I forgot to turn off the the the, the, uh, the effects. I tur- I forgot to turn my effects off. When I recorded talking points, the last thing I did was put the put the 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 echo on there, the, the effects echo, and I was so tired, you know, that I I needed to lay down for the power nap. Ultimately, I ended up obviously forgetting to turn off the reverb. Yeah. Okay, but now it's off. So it shouldn't be a problem. Okay, so here's what happened with us. It kind of, the, the hurricane kind of turned eastward. It went from being right over us to us getting, you know, it being, I don't know, hitting, hitting our area, but not quite because it hit, oh, I'd say an hour east of us, all right, which means... All we got was mostly wind. Yeah, we got some rain, but all we got was mostly wind. And our electricity didn't go out, but it did. And this is where the the whole thing with the Skype tonight comes in. It wreaked havoc on our cell towers. All right. You you have a computer, though, don't you? Yes, I do. That's what Um, I'm on. Okay, because you can uh, use Skype because of your because you can use Skype on your computer as well as your cell phone, so it's always an option. Uh, but when you call now, you called me this afternoon. You called me, and your your cell number came up. Now, were you calling on using Skype or were you calling using? No, I was calling through. I, I called you through Facebook. Through your Facebook, uh, your Georgetons or Facebook. Thing. Okay, that that okay. I don't understand how that because it came up on on it came up on Skype. Okay. Okay. Well, the the thing with your picture, your Facebook profile with your picture on it. That's what I called you through. Okay, it went through Skype for some reason, which doesn't make sense. But anyway. Yeah, and I tried calling you back because it came up with your cell phone number. Right, right. That's what I called you on. I called called you on my cell phone. And I got your uh, voicemail. Right. Um, But I also left a message in reply to you about bringing you on via Skype, um, both in the FFNO News and Topic messenger room and private message you directly right it and that's what that's that that was the problem that's now i'm going to say that was the problem but the problem is has been that all until this until just recently it had been wreaking havoc with the cell phone towers and the service 
have been going in and out, and I didn't know whether or not at this point in time I'd have service, consistent enough service to be on the line with you. Yeah, and that's understandable. Um, ladies and gentlemen, I need to, uh, for those of you watching on the video side, you're going to not see my chiseled face only because I am going to switch to the handheld microphone in a moment. So bear with me. Now, let me see here. Let's see. Does, is everyone hearing me just fine? Yes, we are. Okay. I will not yep. be able to hear you too clearly because I'm the volume on my... Well, wait a minute. Let me check the volume on my computer here just to make sure it's up loud enough. <sighs> Somehow I always... Uh-huh. Up there. That's strange. Okay. Let's up as far as it's going to go. Okay. The reason I'm I'm saying all this stuff is because I got I forgot something in the in the official Firefox News online kitchen. I forgot my coffee. Don't tell anybody. Yeah, that, I'll tell you, Hurricane Ida, uh, when she was downgraded to a tropical storm, uh, I really think you know, a lot of folks are relieved it didn't cause as much damage as it had because there was damage in some areas, I, from what I understand. Now... The, the one thing I'm very grateful for is that um, of course I don't know for certain uh, if, if, if there were any deaths caused as, a relate, as it relates to Hurricane Ida or not. So um, Mike, if you, if you have any information on that on that, uh, can you uh, relay it to us? Uh, to my knowledge, I don't know of any deaths down in New Orleans. All right, to my knowledge, of course, they've done a mighty good. This isn't. They did a mighty good job of getting people. They did a better job of getting people out than they did with uh, Katrina. But we had. An, we had an idiot for a governor that even though the even though President Bush offered to send in the uh she didn't she didn't want to request them the National Guard, she didn't want to request them request them. That's Kathleen Babbitt on blank O. Alright. She didn't want to of course she's a Democrat. That goes without saying. All right. Uh, well, she's now passed on because she later on got in cancer, and that's a whole other story. But, um, but you know, they did a mighty good job. Of course, of course, they're going to do a better job because 
they now have a Democrat they can work with, even though the Demo- for the most part this governor in this state is not a far-left Democrat. He's a Democrat, but he's not a far-left Democrat like we have in Washington. So they did a mighty, they did a better job of getting people out to the point of, yeah, there was property damage and all that stuff, but there wasn't the amount of deaths or possible deaths that happened in Katrina. Well, having an idiot governor, I, can, I having had an idiot for a governor, trust me, I understand how that is. Problem being, however, when you're dealing with idiots in in the governor's mansion, you're basically left, you know, between a rock and a hard place. And that's yet to be seen with Governor Kath, with with Governor Kathy Hochul here in New York now. That is yet to be seen how she takes to the governor's mansion. But the questions I raised regarding her, by the way, folks, um, apparently. Janice Dean of Fox News Channel's weather department is also raising concerns over her. Yes. There are concerns that she may have had some in, she may have knowledge of uh, the uh, nursing home debacle that took place because of the mandates that, and I'm so happy to be able to say this, the former governor of New York, Andrew Cuomo. Uh, let me played. correct you, George. It's not Andrew Cuomo. It's monkey tips. Right. Forgot about that. Andrew, <laughs> Andrew monkey tips Cuomo. <laughs> you know, if he ever finds out this is being said about him, He's going to be fuming. But ask me if I care. So, there is concern with Kathy Hochul. And if she turns out to have, if it turns out that she not only had knowledge of it in regards to the cover-up aspect, that's what they're talking about. Well, guess what? Uh, her ass is grass, and the, and the voters will be the lawnmower. And that's when I will refer to her as Hooker Hochul. <laughs> yes, Hooker Hochul. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Gee, saying saying Hooker Hochul gave me gas. Terrible, 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 terrible. Okay, I can kill the light. Uh. All right, now then. Oh, that, that's just a, that's just one of many things that gives you gives you gas, right, George? 
Just one of a few things, yes. Uh, let me let me say for the record, gas and I go hand in hand. Only because my full initials, as everyone's well aware. Now then, I'm back on the video side, but I got to switch microphones. So let's see. There. Now. Let me plug in my headphones once more so that I can hear everybody nice and clear. All right. Now then, gentlemen, I think it's time to get this party started. By the way, let me, uh, before I even go any further... Uh, say hello to Cherokee Rose, watching by way of Twitch.tv. Also tuned in on Twitch.tv is our good friend and dear heart from way up, way up, way up, way up north of me. Somewhere in the northern part of this crazy state. Iggy Mom is up there. She says, by the way, gentlemen, Iggy Mom sends her, sends her hellos. Hi. And, uh, of course, joining us on Twitch.tv as well. Uh, These are are the viewers I can acknowledge. Unfortunately, I can't acknowledge the others because I'm having a little bit of a tussle getting the names to pull up. Well, one one service, uh, I won't know who's on there. Uh, until they actually say something. Uh, the other service, I won't know anyone saying anything unless I go to that page, which really sucks. All right. So, also joining us is another TV viewer, and and we have... I'm trying to make out this name. I, I'm I'm probably going to destroy this person's name, uh, their their username on here. Jilay. I hope I pronounced it right. Probably didn't, and if I didn't, I apologize. I have a terrible time with pronouncing certain names at times. <sighs> it happens. But those are the folks watching on Twitch. And, of course, those of you watching by way of the video side and, of course, listening on the radio side, too, are welcome to join us at 347-945-5747. That's the number to call if you wish to join the fun. I need to make a slight adjustment my microphone. Turn down the potentiometer just a tiny bit. And 
That should make it a lot better. Not too overly loud, you know. Anyway. Let's get this party really started, eh? Oh, I know what I wanted to do before I got going here. Um, shoot, I need my glasses. No wonder I'm having a hard time seeing what I'm seeing. See, that it just goes to show, ladies and gentlemen. I am a forgetful, 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 forgetful human being. And so... Back to the handheld microphone. I'm telling you, folks, if it wasn't for, for bad luck, I'd have no luck at all. But in this case, the brain, the, the gray matter inside is being affected by the gray matter on top. Shh, don't tell anybody. Let's keep it between us, okay? Now, while I have to scoot back to the other side of the studio to get my spectacles, my eyeglasses, my second pair of eyes, my eyeballs. <laughs> yes, folks, it, uh, it is one of those days where I've been having moments, silly moments. It kind of goes with the territory of, you know... Getting on here and having fun. Wow. Let's see now. Back we go to the other side of the studio. Back to the main part of the studio. Uh, Yeah. Okay, now then, let's see now. And yes, Cherokee Rose, by the way, gentlemen, sends her howdy-do's. She says hello to you. No. So, let me see now. Plug this back in. I can see. Ain't it a miracle? I can see. Of course, it helps to have my glasses on, right? (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's been like this all day. It really has. I've had some really wacky moments all day long today. Um, I actually slept in this morning for a change. And boy, did it feel good to sleep in. But when I woke up, <laughs> that's what started. The first thing I did was roll over and roll out of bed. I'm almost certain I scared the living daylights out of this nice this nice lady downstairs. I mean, she she you know she's in her seventies. She's a very sweet person. And I'm sure that if, when she hears me go, FUD, it scares the living daylights out of her. 
Unless she's unless she's in the living room, and which she won't hear anything from the other end of the, the of the of the house, she might hear a slight thud. You know, it may not be as loud, but still, going splat. It's not what I bargained for when I got up this morning. So I turn around and I do my usual morning routine, checking you know, turn on the computer check the emails, check Facebook, and all that good stuff, right? And then the fun began with the phone. Normally, on a Monday morning, I don't get phone calls until after lunchtime, if at all. Well, this is one day I will long remember, one right after the other... doctor's office, a regular doctor, the diabetic nutritionist, the heart doctor, and it's all like, please make it stop, my head's going to explode. And then the telemarketers began. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. I got a telemarketer. Get this, fellas. You're going to love this. I get this telemarketer. Right, actual telemarketer. The person was an actual person, not a pre-recorded deal, which seems to be the running trend now. Because this way, they don't have to hear you. But this person called me, and it was an actual person. And I said hello, and they go, "Hi, we're calling because you're." Automobile's warranty is about to expire. And I said, really? That's interesting. And how, pray tell, did you get this number? Oh, we got it from your from the automobile dealership. And I said, that's fascinating. Oh, by the way, allow me to introduce myself. I'm, I'm Federal Agent Thomas McGuire, Federal Bureau of Investigation, Cyber Crimes Unit. Click. Now, I know that impersonating a federal officer is a, is a federal felony, but when it comes to scaring these pricks off, I, I'll take the risk. Because <laughs> as soon as they hear cyber crimes and feds, they're like, oh, shit. Click. It felt good to chase them away, too. It really did. I don't know if there's, a, if there's an actual Agent McGuire on the FBI, but if there is, please don't get mad at me for scaring the piss out of some poor schlep. That asshole will not be calling again. One, because I scared the piss out of them, and two, I blocked their number on my phone. So when it comes right down to it, folks, yes, I'm a mean, rotten, ornery, nasty son of a bitch when I want to be but only to telemarketers and people I don't like. Now, let us get to the part of what we do here, shall we? Uh, let me see. Well, let's start here. Now, as everyone's well aware, uh, the moratorium on evictions was 
overturned by the Supreme Court. Yes, they 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 kind of gave there was an extension given, but the Supreme Court said no, not going to do that. They also killed New York's moratorium on evictions uh, before that. So here's the here's the way things are looking. Sadly, landlords are being left high and dry as tenants stop paying rent, which is if okay if they can't pay their rent because they don't have the money because they they don't have a they can't they, because of, during the pandemic nobody could work really and a lot of jobs just didn't have the ability to do it remotely so a lot of folks were kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place but these landlords have people not paying their rent that can afford to pay the rent. And now all of a sudden they stop paying their rent. So, as activists mount pressure against Democrats to legislate an eviction moratorium, many landlords are severely struggling because of the previous CDC rule. Uh, For instance, Brandy Lacasse owns three properties in upstate New York that she has rented out over the years. According to a report Friday, the Air Force veteran is now homeless because of an inability to evict non-paying tenants. And Lacasse said she, like many, had hard times during the onset of the COVID-19 pandemic. She tried to evict one of her tenants who stopped paying rent, so she would continue to have a home. However, they have refused to vacate. Lacasse and her daughter have since been cycling between living at friends' houses and living in their car. Over $20,000 in unpaid rent have effectively thrust the single mother into homelessness. I don't understand how they can give my private property to somebody to live for free, said the Air Force veteran. I bought that property. I fixed it up with my blood, sweat, and tears. I invested in these properties, never thinking I wouldn't have a place to live. With the termination of the federal moratorium by the Supreme Court, what landlords can do next is up in the air. Many states have their own moratoria, and in New York, Democrat Governor Kathy Hochul is promising a special legislative session to extend the moratorium in the Empire State. Um, Ms. Hochul, the Supreme Court struck that moratorium down. Are you fucking stupid? Oh, wait a minute. She's a Democrat. Of course she is. (laughs) Now, reports show that nearly 10% of landlords have received less than half of rent owed since the CDC first implemented the cancellation of evictions. Small landlords like Lacasse are estimated to have borne the brunt of the losses. Lucinda Lilly, president of the Southern California Rental Housing Association, said landlords are pushed the most 
by the moratorium. While rental assistance exists, most states have done a poor job of getting that assistance to the landlords. Since the landlords cannot evict for non-payment of rent, they are left without cash or access to their property. Lily said the system is broken because it binds small landlords so heavily. There are so many rental property owners, housing providers, who are independent rental owners, she explained. They are not large corporations, and when they don't receive rent, they still have to find a way to pay their mortgage for the property. There's been no relief for them on that particular front. With the Supreme Court ruling 6-3 to three to overturn the CDC's moratorium, some landlords groups, some landlord groups, sorry, oh, excuse me, uh, say they feel relieved. However, the ruling doesn't mean landlords should be complacent. Many have said It's time for state and local governments to disperse federal rent relief funds. Okay, first of all, Governor Hochul. Kathy, Kathy, you stupid pinhead. The Supreme Court of the United States overturned the moratorium on evictions. It squashed it. It doesn't exist anymore. The federal moratorium bullshit is gone. So you are stuck between a rock and a hard place. If you think for one minute you're going to pull the same shit that Cuomo pulled, uh, no, it ain't going to fucking happen. Okay? Because what? You, You think it's a good idea to have landlords lose out? Do you think it's a good idea that people like myself have to be stuck with a flaming fucking retarded asshole who yells and screams at her dead father and yells and screams at people that aren't there except for the voices in her head? Do you think we have to be sub- we're supposed to be subjected to that kind of abuse? No. And I'm a tenant. I pay my rent. My bills are paid. All I'm asking is that the landlords be allowed to do what they need to do. Okay? Get the people who aren't paying rent, because there are jobs out there. There's no excuse for people not to work anymore. Most of these folks are now using the pandemic as an excuse to be lazy fucking idiots. So, Hochul, get off your fucking ass and realize that if you do what Cuomo did, you're going to get what you got coming to you at the, at, the, at the voting booth. Guaranteed. So you better do what's right instead of what's politically convenient. All right. So let me start with, uh, with Gunslinger, and then I'll get your comments, Mike. Well, you know, you, you you just said it there. I mean, if you're a landlord and you 
own the property and all this stuff, and you have water bill and electric bill and uh, all kinds of other mortgage bill that you paid to pro- paid for the property and all this shit, bank, you know, all that stuff, and your tenants don't pay rent. Well, guess what? Uh, you just you just they're they're forcing you into bankruptcy. Okay, so that's not too fair. So if these uh, lazy assholes that can work, okay need to get off their ass and go back to work, okay? Nothing's free in this world, okay? Maybe air, maybe. <laughs> that may be in question, but there's nothing free. Now, for people that are really disabled or really having a hard time, well, they ought to extend that. I mean, that would that would be only fair. But for your able-bodied people that's not, you know, that's just lazy, get off your goddamn ass. Go ahead. Well, Kenslinger, let me let me pose a question to you. Okay, now I, I I'm on disability. I get a I I'm on a housing program to help me with you know with the rent because you know I don't have a whole hell of a lot of money in the bank, and rents nowadays are pretty pretty high priced. So I'm getting rental assistance from a certain from 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 one place which helps a lot. So my rent gets paid. All I have to do is pay my portion. Okay? Which is you know, still it's still a good it's still a nice chunk of change, but it's not the full amount like I would normally be paying. And of course, if I paid the full rent, the full if I were paying the full amount of rent myself, uh none of my other bills would get paid because I would I'd have maybe $3 to my name. I'd be I'd be living in the dark. So, thank God for you know for housing programs that assist you know the disabled and, and the elderly who are on fixed incomes. But the question I have here is, if the um, if if persons who can afford to pay rent that are disabled or elderly, if they're making the decision to not pay the rent because it's you know, this pandemic gives them an excuse. What do you do? Well, I mean, if if you if they're proven to be able to pay the rent on disability or whatever uh, inheritance or whatever, okay, then well, sorry, evicted. You signed an agreement when you, I'm sure, when you moved into that place. Didn't tell, it didn't say anything about a pandemic. You're lucky that, you know, that the people that really need the assistant got the assistant. And then you want to be a dumb fuck and take advantage of the situation. Well, you know, um, like I said, ain't nothing free in this world, okay? Tell me what is besides there, okay? So... These people should be ashamed of, ashamed of themselves. No doubt about that. Go ahead. Yeah, agreed. Mike, what do you say? Well, I mean, uh, the only the only other thing I, I think that is free is you're free to take a piss anywhere, any any time you want. But that's that's either here or there. Or uh, take a dump. Yeah, that that too, that too. But yeah, you're right. Because look, I once knew. Now this lady doesn't get out anymore because she's 
in her mid nineties now, but uh when I met her, this lady at the time was in her late eighties, you know, mid to late eighties, and she had two rental properties, two apartment buildings, right? Mm-hmm. And so she was she was doing all the work herself and keeping them up and uh you know all that stuff and making good making good money at it right and she's like an 89 90 year old uh 80 late 80s early 90s person so she's doing that and she got out of it to just before the the uh just before the uh, the bioweapon hit all right. So, so, so she got out of it just in time. Now she did give it to her son, at least one of the buildings to her son. But that's neither here nor there. If she hadn't have gotten out of it when she did, then we would have seen a, a mid nineties woman having to deal with people not paying their rent when she has to be able to... She has a house, number one. She has, you know, to be able to keep the lights on in her house. She has to be able to pay people uh, to go shopping for her because she, she really doesn't get out now, nowadays. You know, she, she's basically a homebody, you know, so... It's like, what do you want? Do you want to put a nine-year-old person out on the street, Miss Hochul? Do you want to do that? You know, because a lot of these people that own these buildings, right, are older people, you know, you know, 60s, 70s people, you know, where... This is just another. This is just another way for them to make money, to help them in their older age. I have an uncle that's that way, that he owns a like an apartment building or a duplex or or something to that effect, where he rents it out and uh, he rented it out, and and does that type of stuff as well. So it's like, yeah, he. He makes that money, and he needs these people to pay the rent for him to be able to live in whatever meager house he lives in, you know. And, you know, it it is what it is with that, you know. And so if these guys don't, if, I mean, look, the court, the court notwithstanding, because, what she's basically telling the court is, go fuck yourself. Or what she's trying to tell the court is, go fuck yourself. I'm going to do what I want to do. But what she doesn't understand is these people, these, these, got, these people that own these buildings, these landlords, they vote. All right? The people inside the buildings, they vote. All right. So, if you got the landlords who can't aren't getting aren't getting the rent, and the people who are possible 
evictions, evictors, evictees, you know, who are basically mooching off these people, these these landlords, you know, what can you say? But you're you're an idiot, of course she's an idiot, she's a Democrat, of course, but being that much of an idiot, she is going, whatever chance, if she keeps on this track, whatever chance she may have had of actually getting elected will go down the drain. With a loud slurp down the drain, you know? You know, I mean, it's like, you know, with a loud slurp of Drano going down the drain to help it out. I mean, think about it. You're you're this stupid to do this, you know, when partially this is what helped your, which which is this is what helped partially get your guy your previous guy in trouble and you're trying to do this as well because Cuomo did it as well didn't he he did this moratorium bullshit you know this moratorium bullshit you know so uh, I mean just think about it it's not a very Smart political move doing this and basically doubling down on stupid. Back to you, George. Well, here's the thing. And uh, <clears throat> on August 12th, the New York Times, not a very reliable source, but they did report on it. Put out the following: Supreme Court blocks part of New York's eviction moratorium. The order applies only to a provision that bars evictions of tenants who file a form declaring economic hardship rather than providing evidence in court. Okay, and basically, what that says is. Um, what that's what that's saying to the landlords is, if if they provide a uh, if they declare economic hardship, then then they're 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 safe from being evicted. But for people who can't claim economic hardship because they can pay their rent, they're up the creek without a paddle and no boat to row. And just in a few days, just the last few days, okay, the Supreme Court put, put, put uh, blah, 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 blah. I can talk. <laughs> I know the, the tongue is blocking the eye teeth again, folks. Uh, the Supreme Court ended Biden's eviction moratorium. And that, and that was reported four days ago. Okay? And again, what the Supreme Court did is the ruling followed political and legal maneuvering by the administration to retain 
protections for tenants, it puts hundreds of thousands at risk of being put out of their homes. Now, that's a, that's a liberal opinion if ever I heard one. But basically what it does is it, it says, no, not going not gonna to happen. But what, what uh, Kathy Hochul is promising to do is she's promising a special legislative session to extend the moratorium in the Empire State. Now, look, it's time to put this moratorium nonsense to bed once and for all. There's, there, the, the reasons for eviction are no longer really valid reasons. Because there are people who can pay their rent and just refuse to. And there are people who, who pay their rent but violate their lease. A case in point, what I deal with here in my neck of the woods. So there has to be, there has to be, uh, the verbiage has to be. If it's going to, if it's going to stand in some, in part, it has to. The verbiage has to read more clearly. If a person is able to pay their rent but violates their lease agreement then that person should be, the landlord should be able to evict that person on, on those grounds. But these moratoriums are not very clear. The, the verbiage is not well written. So the courts, unfortunately, take it as a blanket statement. And that's no good. It's really no good. So it's, it's not on the courts, it's not the court's fault that that the verbiage is bad, it's, it falls on the, the, the state that has these moratoriums to make, it more, to make the verbiage more clear so that this way those who are refusing to pay rent and don't provide any kind of hardship paperwork proving that they are, and, and the, the paperwork that proves they are in hardship like, okay, for example, a lot during the pandemic, people could not go to work. And the, the folks that could work from home were able to do that, and that's fine. But there are still countless thousands who could not work remotely from home and are in a very bad way financially. So I understand where they need the help. But also, if these governors are not providing the rental, the, the, uh, rental assistance to the landlords to help them out so they don't end up like this, like, like uh, LaCasse did, I'm sorry. But that means the, 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 the governors of these states are failing in their, in their job. And Hochul hasn't been in the job long enough to understand that she's making a huge fucking mistake. And I hope that uh, I hope that something turns around soon. And and, it's, and for um, and of course for Brandy Lacasse, 
I mean, she's an Air Force veteran. Okay? This is an Air Force veteran. Where's, where's the assistance for that person, for that landlord, who, who, like she said, basically, you know, fixed up, fixed up the property with her blood, sweat, and tears, <laughs> not, to, not to mention financially. So this is a very bad situation that, that needs to be dealt with. It really does. Um, okay. So moving right along to the next item on the docket here. Now, Biden, Biden attended a uh, ceremony for the fallen soldiers okay uh from from the from what happened in Afghanistan which is which he's a which is which is which is his fault okay but get this folks another biden bonehead maneuver is getting him blasted for looking at his watch during the ceremony for the fallen soldiers oh yeah Check this shit out. You're going to love this. Matter of fact, um, I'm going to put this image uh, up on the video. <gasps> oh, excuse me. Goodness. <laughs> wow. That, that, was, that was rather un, unhappily made. I'm going to... Uh, Put this link in the chat room for the for the image, uh, Gunslinger. If, if you let me know if you can see that, of course. And I will now also put this up on the screen for everyone to see. Uh, yeah, there we go. Now, folks, take a look at this, all right? Those of you watching on the video platforms, you can see he's got his hand over his heart, but he's looking at his watch. What's the matter there, Biden? Are you in a fucking hurry? You care so little about our, our, our soldiers, sailors, airmen, and Marines that you actually have to disrespect and dishonor their memory by looking at your fucking watch? Oh, believe me, this, this, this pisses me off big time. All right? It really does. But let me get to the story here. And, uh, of course, you'll learn more about it in just a second. All right. Critics are blasting Joe Biden for apparently looking at his watch Sunday during a solemn ceremony for the 13 U.S. soldiers killed during a suicide bomber attack in Afghanistan last week. Biden and 
Jill Biden. Joe and Jill Biden were at Dover Air Force Base in Delaware for a dignified transfer, a military ritual honoring the remains of fallen service members who died in combat. This is according to the New York Post. As flag-draped coffins were carried off the Air Force C-17 Globemaster plane, Biden placed his right hand to his chest. At one point, Biden appeared to glance at his watch before putting his arms behind his back, a move criticized by veterans and conservatives. Looks like he was being inconvenienced by having to show some respect for these American heroes, tweeted Samuel Williams, a disabled U.S. Army veteran. It's true, Joe Biden checked his watch during the dignified transfer of the service members killed in Afghanistan at the airport. You can see him jerk his left hand to pull the watch out from under his sleeve, then look down at it, columnist Nicholas Bondicaro tweeted. Former governor of Arizona, of Arkansas, Governor, governor Mike Huckabee, said Biden's move made him remember a similar motion by former President George H.W. Bush. Many of us remember President Bush 41 checking his watch during a debate and how awful it looked, even though we all felt the same way about that debate. But this is shocking and will be remembered, Huckabee tweeted. Representative Ronnie Jackson, Republican from Texas, slammed Biden's gesture in a tweet. Apparently, our commander-in-chief has better things to do than honor the 13 service members who died on his watch. I'm disgusted. God bless these heroes and their loved ones. They deserve better, tweeted Jackson, a former White House physician. Niall Gardner, a former poli- a foreign policy analyst and former aide to ex-British Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher, tweeted, There is nothing more important than paying your respects to America's fallen heroes. And, she, and, and, and Niall Gardner said, Mr. President, I refuse to finish the statement because he's no president. The 13 soldiers, 11 Marines one Navy sailor, and one Army soldier were killed during an ISIS-K suicide bomber attack in Kabul. They had been assisting with the evacuation of Americans and Afghans after the Taliban regained control of the country. I'm sorry, but I, I have zero sympathy for Joe Biden. In fact, not only do I have zero sympathy for Joe Biden, I hope to God when 2022 hits and the Republicans take back both chambers on Capitol Hill, I hope they fucking impeach his ass royal. In fact, there is, there's a lot of chatter about him, about wanting him impeached now. But one thing we have to remember is 
He's not the only person that should be impeached because guess what? If you impeach him, that leaves Kamala Camelotoe, the whole Harris, to move up. And guess who moves up with her in the order of succession? That's right, folks. Martinez, Mar- Martina, Mar- Mar- Martini sucking swill, swill bitch herself. Nancy Pelosi. God help us all. Bad enough she's Speaker of the House. Can you imagine she keep, she moves up to the Veep position? Dear God in heaven, I, I I'm getting a sour stomach just thinking about it. All right, Mike, you were the last one to comment, so you're up first, and then I'll get Gunslinger. And, of course, between you guys, between your comments and Gunslingers, I'll see if there's anything from Cherokee Rose or Iggy Mom or any of the folks watching on the video platforms. So, Mike, go ahead. What do you think? You know, just because you want something doesn't mean you should get it. You know, and this this Kathy Hochul... Seems to want the total lie on this. Uh, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Back wait, up wait, a second. Wait. You're talking about Kathy Hochul, the, the governor of New York. She's got nothing to do with, the, with what I just read. Oh. <laughs> My mind went a little bit. My mind went a little bit. I'm sorry. That's okay. No no harm. No foul. That's, why, that's why I interrupted because I, I'm like, wait a minute. We're talking about Biden being blasted for looking at his watch during this uh, uh, solemn ceremony. Oh, what do you what do you expect? What do you expect? The guy's mind's that not there anymore. He doesn't understand. That's that's not that's in poor protocol. That's not good to let them see you saying this is so boring. This is so beneath me that I don't really care. I got other places to be. You know, and that's 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 Biden for you. I guarantee you that there were times that uh, the other usurper in chief, uh, his former boss, might have thought about doing the same thing. But he was at least smart enough to. This is poor optics. Poor, poor optics. But then again, you know, I'll say it again. With the way his mind is, does he understand the optics of what that looks like? I don't know. Back to you, George. I, I Honestly, I don't think he understands at all just how bad the optics are in this. <laughs> I mean... Look, I'm a veteran of the State Defense Forces, okay? I don't get anything from it, but I'm still a veteran nonetheless. So when it comes to honoring my fellow veterans, I will do that ad infinitum. In fact, I'm going to be uh, going to my hometown this coming weekend to meet up with uh, cousins of mine, and long t- and an old friends who I haven't seen in a very very long time. Uh, one of my cousins, uh, my my cousin Charlie, is a Vietnam veteran. 
So to be able to see my cousin Charlie and, and be able to uh, shake his hand and even give him a veteran's, a veteran's hug and say hello to him and, and be able to spend time with him, you know, that's, that's, that's really, you know, something I'm looking forward to. Uh, to see his daughter, my cousin Crystal, uh, absolutely, you know, a one, it's going to be wonderful. Uh, Charlie's wife, uh, you know, all, all these folks. And there, there, there's, I'm sure, going to be other veterans there at this uh, gathering. And it's going it, to, it, for me, it's, 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 it's going to be wonderful to see all these folks. Um, but when it comes to honoring our veterans, when it comes to honoring the men and women who serve, that fall in the line of duty, for anyone to sit there and put their hand over their heart and then sit there and, and look at their watch like, you know, they got something better to do than to honor the memory of the of fallen soldiers is absolutely disgusting, disgraceful. In fact, uh, Cherokee Rose said on Twitch, very sad, disgraceful. Biden has no respect for the military or the deceased families. Okay? The, the families of the deceased. Look, he was VP during Benghazi. These people are never held accountable. Well, you know what? I agree with you, Cherokee Rose, 100,000% plus. And it's time they were held accountable. Okay? It's time. It's past time. And with Biden, yeah, he needs to be held accountable. If he's claiming to be the so-called president of the United States, well, then he needs to he needs to to act like one and actually do the right thing by honoring these these men and women who fell in in the line of duty. Instead of looking at his watch and going, oh, gee, is this going to take much longer in the back of his mind? That is dis- disrespectful, disgraceful. I mean, it's disrespectful. It's disgusting. It's dis. Yeah, it's disgraceful, disgusting, and disrespectful. The three D's you don't want to commit. Not if you're supposedly the commander-in-chief. But he doesn't give a shit about, about our veterans. He doesn't give a shit about the men and women who serve currently. And he certainly, by, the, by all indications, and you saw the picture I showed it to you, he doesn't give a flying fuck about those who died in, in, in the line of duty. Well, I do. And my heart goes out to the families who lost loved ones last week. And I will honor their, 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 their fallen family members, my fallen brothers and sisters in uniform, because they deserve better, a hell of a lot better. And folks, I'm going to say something right now before I get Gunslinger's comments. Every single American nationwide, regardless of party affiliation, if you have loved ones who are currently serving or loved ones who did serve and died in the line of duty, it behooves you to stand up and tell this son of a bitch and his, his camel toe hoe, supposedly VP, where they can shit in their hats come 24. 
it's time to get to get these bastards, these, these sons of bitches, out of that fucking White House, and get this country back on on its foot on on the proper foot again. Gunslinger, you heard what I what I you heard the story. You heard my comments. You heard Mike's. You heard from you heard what Cherokee Rose said. Now I want to hear what you have to say. Well, I, I have to agree. <laughs> um, this idiot has no respect for nobody. You remember that he wouldn't even denounce um, what is it, Antifa or any of that. He hates law enforcement. So he hates the military. What's the difference? <laughs> you know, um, they're serving the country. So he's obviously truly anti-American. Okay, he's a communist little bastard. Okay, uh, just like the hoe. You know, camel toe the hoe. So when you have a group of people like this, I guarantee you, I guarantee you with a zillion dollars that President Trump would, would not do that. Okay. He would be up there saluting those fallen people, okay? Even though, of course, it's a bullshit war, and we've been doing it for 20 fucking years, but that doesn't make any difference. They didn't deserve to die the way they did, okay? That's, that, that's fucking ridiculous. And, you know, this piece, well, this piece of shit that not only did does that, but leaves $800 billion worth of sophisticated equipment um, to the enemy... Isn't that trading with the enemy, sleeping with the enemy, something like that? And then I seen a picture just uh, well ago on Facebook. I don't know how true it is, but look at your in FFNO. They left service dogs over there in their cages. Yes, you heard me. Now, if that's true, I don't know. But there's another fucking sick bastard that's got to fucking add to the list. Can you imagine leaving your service dog in a cage? Not just one, but it looked like there's about 15 of them sitting in front of this Black Hawk helicopter. Uh, you tell me. Right? Something, boy, 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 boy. And like you, like you said, if we impeach him, which he needs to be, he needs to be impeached and then charged with treason against this country. There's no doubt about that. Then we get the hoe. <laughs> oh, my God. And then, um, like you said... Gunslinger, I don't hey, see what you're talking about. It's an FFNO. It could be. It's not. And let me check. What will do? Unless, uh, uh, oh, I see it. Never mind. It was before uh, Cherokee Rose's yeah, well, yeah. post. I got it. Yeah, throw up. Yeah, so there yeah. you have it. I mean, what, okay. My God, <laughs> you know what? Wow, it's like wow. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, look at that picture. Uh, you boy, wow. Red. <laughs> Folks, I'm going to show you something. That's ridiculous. Okay. Wow. I am going to show something here, and what you're about to see is absolutely horrifying. This, this is, to say the least, uh, 
I have no words to to describe what we're about to see. It says right here above the picture, in front of the in front of the helicopter, there are by by my count, and uh, let me see if I can. There are at least two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, at least fourteen, fifteen, uh, by my count, dog dog uh, cages. You know the the dog carriers. And it says right above the picture, service dogs left behind at the Kabul airport. Absolutely despicable. And it is. That is absolutely disgraceful. Unbelievable. That is, that, that is, I'm sorry, that, that, that's heartbreaking. That is. That's absolutely heartbreaking. Now, Cherokee Rose said on Twitch uh, in regards to uh, the fact that, you know, well, let me scroll up here a little bit so I can get. uh, In regards to Biden, yes, absolutely anti-American. And yes, treason. (laughs) It's treasonous of uh, what, what he's done. Cherokee Rose went on to say, that is heartbreaking about the dogs. She says, I read a veterans service dog organization is going to try to get to them, but who knows? Very sad. And she even saw the count that I did, apparently, that there were 15 uh, dog carriers in that picture. And, yeah, she goes, yep, really bad. And it is. This is horrifying. You know? Now, I love dogs. Okay? I love dogs. I do. I can't, I cannot believe that the, that there are service members left them there of their own volition, of their own accord. Okay? I got a feeling they were ordered to just leave everything behind, and that included not limited to the service dogs. It's bad enough. It's bad enough over $8 billion in military hardware, weapons, vehicles, drones, were left behind and should have been properly dis- destroyed. What they couldn't bring back, they should have destroyed outright. And if they were ordered to leave the, all that behind, I wouldn't be the least bit surprised if they were ordered to leave those poor dogs there. And that's, that's really sad. That is. I hope to God someone is able to bring those dogs home. They deserve to be treated better. I don't hold the the military personnel, uh, the the enlisted personnel responsible. They were just following orders. 
I hold Biden responsible. All right. Um, now I lost track of. Did both you gentlemen uh, get your chance to comment? By the way, I believe yeah. I believe you did. I did. And Mike, you commented, I, I, as I, if I remember correctly. Yep. All right. Then let me move on to the next item here. Because time is starting to slip away on us here. On a slip and slide. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, let's see here. Rashida Tlaib is back in the news. Yes, indeed. But, folks, you better brace yourselves. What you're about to hear is going to turn your stomach. Rashida Tlaib promoted a fundraiser for a group tied to Hamas and the Taliban. Betumal, Betumal, I'm not sure I pronounced it right, but I don't give a shit at this point, gives financial support to families of Palestinian terrorists. Now, this was put out by the Washington Free Beacon. Rashida Tlaib went on Wednesday shared a tweet that advertised a fundraiser for an organization with ties to Hamas and the Taliban. Tlaib, who has a long history of anti-Semitic rhetoric, retweeted a post from critical race theorist Khalid Baydan, Baydan, whatever, that urged donations to Bejumal, a Texas, get this, a Texas-based nonprofit. Experts say Bejumal helps fundraise for Hamas and distributes aid to the families of martyrs of the Palestinian people. And the group's leader, Nazen Mokhtar, has been accused of working with the Taliban and other terrorist groups. The retweet isn't the first time to leave express support for terrorists. Days after she became a congresswoman, the controversial Democrat hosted Abbas Hamadeh, a pro-Hezbollah activist who has repeatedly compared Israelis to Nazis. <coughs> excuse me. She shared a <coughs> excuse me. She shared a post last year that included an anti-Semitic phrase frequently used by Palestinian terrorists the terrorist groups that seek to destroy Israel. 
she subsequently unshared the post. Bechamal. Bechamal works closely with Hamas terrorists in the Gaza Strip, according to a 2020 analyst analysis by the Middle East Forum. The group, which received $10,000 in emergency coronavirus funding last year, frequently partners with Unlimited Friends Association for Social Development, a Palestinian group that describes itself as a social, developmental, and educational NGO. The Unlimited Friends Association works with Bechamal to hand out cash to the families of Palestinian terrorists. According to the Middle East Forum, these donations complement the Palestinian Authority's formal pay-to-stay program, which has funneled hundreds of millions of dollars to Palestinian terrorists. Excuse me, ladies and gentlemen. The Palestinian government this year paid $42,000 to the family of a Palestinian terrorist who stabbed two Israelis to death and wounded two more, including a two-year-old child. The association, which lists Bechamal on its website's partners and donors page, is openly hostile towards Israel. The group's Facebook page contains references to the filth of the most dirty Jews and Nazi Zionist jails. The association also partners with Islamic Relief, a group which, with which the State Department cut ties this year because of anti-Semitism exhibited repeatedly by its leaders. In 2004, federal agents in Connecticut investigated Mokhtar for running a website that solicited funds for the Taliban and Chechem Mahujadeen. Mokhtar was not convicted. Three years later, he was arrested on a multi-count indictment for filing false tax returns. The lead prosecutor was former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie. Bey Jamal also partners with West Bank-based Hamas organizations. The organization hosted a 2008 fundraiser for the Yazor Medical Center in Nablus, an offshoot of Hamas. One Palestinian newspaper reports that Bechamal and the Hamas offshoot have been working together for years. Anti-Semitic activist Linda Sarsour last year hosted a fundraiser for Bechamal that raised tens of thousands of dollars. Tlaib, Tlaib and Bechamal did not respond for requests for comment. This sick, twisted bitch, this lousy, disgusting, and I'm sorry for the word I'm about to use, but it's an ac- there's an acronym with this word, and I will explain what that acronym is. So to the, to the many women that tune into this broadcast, please accept my most sincere apologies, but this applies to Rashida Tlaib. 
This cunt who can't understand normal thinking has the balls to turn around and raise money for terrorist organizations like Hamas and the Taliban? And she's a member of Congress? This fucking Looney Tune needs to be impeached also. Get this fucking bitch out of there. And anyone who, who sides with her in Congress needs to be shut down and sent packing too. This is completely inexcusable. This is insane. This makes her, I hate to say it, but a traitorous bitch. And by all that is holy, she needs to be held accountable. And held accountable now. And anyone who sides with her, the same treatment should be given to them. Held accountable. All right. Gunslinger, you were last to comment. You're up first. Well, you know, I've told you on and on and on and on that these dumb fuck bitches are terrorists, the squad, as it's normally um, portrayed. That, that's this, you know, um, Fabrichead and AOC and what other them idiots are. They're nothing but communist, okay? They're anti-American openly supporting terrorism. <laughs> wow. And on top of that, the dumb fucks are in Congress. Not the Congress of the Taliban, but the Congress of the United States of America. Now, you go figure that one out. Okay. You've got these idiots that, do, that does this. You've got a president that supports terrorism by leaving $800 billion worth of equipment over there. Well, not, not $800 billion, $8 billion. Was it $8 billion? I thought it was $800. Okay, $8 billion. Well, yeah. even $8 billion, good God. That's still, a, that's still not a drop in the bucket. I mean, that's, not, that's not pocket change. I'd like to have some of that change, but that's not pocket change. Okay, $8 billion. I thought it was $800 billion. Wow. Well, even $8 billion, no. that's still... That's still... Uh, that's still mind-boggling the amount okay even then but to have these people like this to openly support terrorism to it, it just blows my mind i've seen some crazy shit in my life but boy this is this getting this this shit's getting deeper and deeper and deeper until i'm gonna have to have an extension ladder to get out of this the shit pit okay that i'm seeing because mind-boggling you have these people that hate America that supports terrorism anti-American anti-constitution the whole nine yards but yet they're sitting in our fucking house in Washington D.C. go figure (laughs) go ahead well Cherokee Rose says, "Aiding and abetting the enemy—that's exactly what what they're doing. What she's doing—that's what exactly what Biden is doing. You know." Uh, another comment from Cherokee Rose: "Yes, and they've infiltrated the American government. 
And yeah, they have. Look at what we have in the in the squad. We've got asshole on crack. That you haven't we haven't even heard anything from her in a while. She's been pretty quiet lately, which is a shock. You've got Ilhan Omar, also another anti-Semitic, who supports these terrorist organizations. Ayanna Presley. These two, those two right there, uh, actually the three of the four in, in, have not said very much. So Omar, to, uh, Presley, and um, Asshole on Crack have been pretty quiet lately, which surprises me. But now we've got this stupid bitch, Tlaib, proving once again that she is anti-American, anti-Semitic and a terrorist or a terrorist organization sympathizer. What does that add up to? Treason. She's a traitor and should be treated as such. Mike? Mikey? Oh yeah, oh, I, 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 I'm just I'm kind of drifting off here, you know, you know, just it's one of those nights, uh, George. Mm-hmm. We're almost so. we're almost done, buddy. We got about twelve minutes left, so. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, what can you say about these guys? We know what asshole on crack is, right? She's the one that doesn't know a goddamn know about a goddamn uh uh. Garbage disposal, right? Anna Presley, who seemed at first to be the 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 you know the safe one, shows how stupid she is at times. And of course, we got the terrorist supporting Talib and Omar. You know, so what do you expect from these people, right? Oh yeah, they seem to be quiet. But that just proves that when they don't want to talk, they know they kind of get the idea to shut up because, you know, they cannot. It hurts. Every time they open their mouth, it hurts the Democrats. They can say it doesn't, but it does. All right. And at one, remember, George, at one point, Consistently, asshole on crack was popping off almost every day for a good six to eight months, and causing uh, Miss Martini there to to kind of pull her hair out because she doesn't want them to. Sh- she wants she wants them to sh- for a myriad of reasons. She wants them to shut up. They know she knows that if they speak out on just pick an issue, whatever, whatever it is, Green New Deal, whatever the hell it is, it's gonna hurt the Democrats. They can't say it doesn't, but it is. You know, and this is just an example of that. And what can you say about them? They just again, I want to go back to the old. Go back to the old, you know, tried and true Democrats are stupid. But 
if the shoe fits, right, George? Mm-hmm. If the shoe fits, wear it. Exactly. Well, gentlemen, finally tonight, Kevin McCarthy says the House GOP is collecting data on Biden's Afghan failure and won't rule out impeachment. House GOP leader Kevin McCarthy is not ruling out impeaching Joe Biden over his failure in Afghanistan. In an interview Sunday, the representative said Congress has a constitutional responsibility to hold Biden and his officials accountable for the ongoing crisis. McCarthy added, the Biden administration did not share with Congress its plans and data on the withdrawal. He stressed Biden's officials apparently evaded Congress uh, congressional oversight. McCarthy went on to say GOP lawmakers are collecting the data and they may draft articles of impeachment against Biden if it's not if it's if it's supported by facts. Meanwhile, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell said Biden's mishandling of the Afghan crisis is much worse than Saigon. During an interview Sunday, the Kentucky lawmaker said Vietnamese militants did not seek to attack the U.S. after the fall of Saigon in 1975. However, the senator pointed out Islamic terrorists are now plotting against the U.S. because they are emboldened and excited by Biden's weakness. He stressed the Taliban may try and take U.S. hostages while ISIS could stage terror attacks on U.S. soil. McConnell added, Biden's failure in Afghanistan is now sparking fears for the future of America. And honestly, I, 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 you know, I don't blame the Kentucky Rep, uh, Congress uh, uh, Senator for feeling the way he does and speaking out the way he did. Because, yeah, Biden's weakness is the Taliban's strength. Now, everybody says that the Taliban and ISIS are bitter enemies. But I'm not buying that. Only for one reason. Something tells me ISIS, Al-Qaeda, and the Taliban are working together. And if that's the case, I fear the worst. I truly do. And Biden is in bed with the Taliban. He's being buddy-buddy, chummy-chummy with the Taliban. Can you say, traitor? I know you can. All right. Mike, you were last to comment, so why don't you uh, take off on this one first. If you can't say that word, then much like, much like on, on Mr. Rogers, you're living in the land of make-believe. <clears throat> you know? Go get yourself a trolley, go get yourself a king and a cow and all that, all the little, uh, all the little characters he had in that little skit he did on his show at that time, at that particular time in the show, you know. Oh, we know what it was all about. It was about teaching lessons and all that stuff. But that's neither here nor there. These Democrats, they're living in a land of make believe and look. 
unlike what they did with President Trump. All right. When all that stuff they had to for both of those impeachment trials were all bullshit. You know, the stuff they have on for Biden and his his impeachment, that's hard and fast. That's evidence. That's that's you can prove that stuff in a court of law. You can you could absolutely prove it in a court of law or in a court of whatever, you know, not a public opinion, but you, you get what I'm saying. You could prove it, unlike the other stuff with with Trump, where you, they had no proof whatsoever of the Russia collusion and all kinds of crap, you know. So, again, this is this is a point of them living in a land of make believe, and absolutely Kevin McCarthy should think about it, because look, here's the deal. Yeah, it may be tough for them to do, but uh, but if you think about it, I mean, the impe- there are articles of impeachment already been filed by people like Marjorie Taylor Greene, you know? And so, if they don't do this, they're political idiots, the, the Republicans. Back to you, George. Well, I hope that uh, McCarthy and the Republicans do bring articles of impeachment against Biden. The evidence is right there in front of everyone's face. His, his actions and what happened as a result of those actions, there's clear enough evidence there. But they need to dot all the I's and cross all the T's to make sure they they have all their ducks in a row for the articles of impeachment against Joseph Biden. But you know the Democrats are going to fight it. You know they're going to fight against that impeachment. But something tells me there are some Democrats who may side with the Republicans for impeachment. But the question becomes, will Pelosi... Will she do anything with it? Gunslinger, your thoughts? Well, you know, you, you, you just said it. They, they, they're living in, in a land of make-believe, fantasy world. The Democrats, there ain't no doubt about that. They don't have the foggiest clue. I mean, yeah, these Republicans better type them do something. I mean, uh, like I said... If they if they impeach the motherfucker, I think yeah you know remember what that dumb fuck said. Well, we're going to impeach that motherfucker. Well, if they impeach this motherfucker, okay, on rightful causes, you know, um, then we get the hoe. Isn't that lovely? And then we get the another drunken hoe uh, moving up to the vice president. Well, we are fucked, but. Um, so you know it's like it's like being between a rock and a hard place. Go ahead. <laughs> well, some comments here from Cherokee Rose. Yeah, they will. They yeah. Will anything come of that? As far as I'm, I believe she's talking about uh, articles of impeachment against Biden. I hope so. 
I truly do. Uh, now she says, I agree, working together. Uh, as far as, the, as some Democrats working with the GOP, I believe that's what you were commenting on. Uh, yeah, because I, 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 there are some Democrats that are not thrilled with Biden's uh, actions, which actually surprises the hell out of me. So there you have it with that. Okay, before I go to final <clears throat> thoughts, I want to take this opportunity to thank Iggy Mom, another TV viewer, Cherokee Rose, and of course, uh, Jalay, I believe that, I, I think I pronounced it right, but I'm not sure, for tuning in tonight on the video side. And of course, Gunslinger and Mike for joining me here on the broadcast. And all of you watching and listening by archives. And now, we go to final thoughts. And starting us off, because he is starting to get, he's starting to get tired, and I understand that. We go to Mike from Louisiana for final thoughts. Well, well, you know, idiocy reigns on the Democrat side. We've proven that time and again, you know, over and over and over and over and over again. If they're, if they're, if if they think that we don't want an impeachment of Joseph R. Biden, the Scranton kid, you know, whatever the hell they call, he calls himself, even though, even though he's haven't been back to Scranton, Ohio, whatever it is, in years, then you're smoking rope. Oh, you're drinking martinis. Well, actually, uh, Nancy Pelosi does that anyway. So, yeah. Um, but but the impeachment, the possible impeachment of Joseph R. Biden shouldn't be a possible impeachment. It should be a hard and fast rule. Now, and... And the fact of the matter is, is for the love of God, man, this guy's the most corrupt person ever to be in that office. And that's saying, and that's saying a lot, because there they have been some corrupt people in, you know, in uh, Washington D.C. Not all of them have been in the president's office. You've had people like. J. Edgar Hoover and all these people that have been in the FBI. And, of course, James Comey and Brennan and Clapper and the rest of them, you know. You know. Uh, of course, bullshit, you know, as well. So corruption tends to reign in, 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 in Washington and Joseph R. Biden is just the just the head of the snake on that thing and he needs to go and he if they can't get him on the corruption hell i mean look the guy corrupted a whole a whole another a whole another foreign country all right and what he yeah maybe ukraine was corrupt 
anyway, but he he really corrupted it because of what he did with that guy. Oh, get him fired? Well, son of a bitch, he got fired. You know? You know, so... Oh, this guy needs to go. He needs to go really fast and really soon. Will he? Will they? Will even Nancy Pelosi allow them to get it done? Now, now, granted, we were a little bit more than a year away from 2022, right? So let's just we want him gone right now, right? But. If Nancy Pelosi, who's still basically in charge, can crack the whip with these wayward, these so these wayward Democrats, this group of wayward Democrats, who I don't know who the, the names are yet, but these group of wayward Democrats in the House that might possibly vote vote with the Republicans for impeachment, if she cracks the whip and twists arms and uses corruption and all that stuff. To get these guys or and our gals on the back on the on the on the thing, then that impeachment isn't going to go anywhere. But then again, that it'll be made obvious what has if that does happen, it'll be made obvious what has happened with that because we will see that with with these guy with these X Y Z people. Uh, these X, Y, Z House members that, uh, you know, that might very well vote for impeachment. So, and look, we're not, we're not even counting the fact that there, there's, there could be a number of Democrats in the Senate when it comes to the trial that might very well vote to throw him out of office if the trial does happen, Right. So then that that's another problem that's that's another problem for the Democrats. That's a problem for Chucky Chuck the Schmuck, you know. How is he gonna get those guys if the pro, if the trial does take place in the Senate, how does he get those guys to actually be corrupt enough to vote against you know, throwing throwing him out of office. Now, we won't know until that that bridge is crossed, but we know it's a possibility of Chuck Schumer twisting arms and such to do that. And he has they have very they even have less of a of a um uh, of a uh, uh, what's the term I'm looking for? The the the, the majority in the Senate, House is thin, but the majority in the Senate is even thinner in terms of the numbers of Democrats that might that might or might not vote for you know to throw him out of office after the trial. So, Chuck, you think that the we think that the the, uh, the 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 numbers are thin in the like I said in the House, but the numbers are extremely thin in the Senate, and the, the majority he thinks he has that Schumer thinks he has may not be may not be there. 
Back to you, George. All right. Gunslinger, your final thoughts, sir. Well, mine's pretty simple tonight. Like I said, uh, 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 I put in the chat room there, tomorrow night at midnight, Texas gets constitutional carry. The clock is ticking down. Long overdue. Uh, T-minus just, you know, until tomorrow night at midnight, which is September 1st. So, uh, yay for Texas. Go ahead. All right. Before I render my final thoughts, very quickly, if uh, if what we present here on Firefox News Online uh, piques your interest, if you uh, like what we, what's done here on the broadcast, help us out to stay on the air. You can do that by sending a non-tax-deductible donation, which means you can't take it off on your taxes because we're not set up for it. You can send your donations to paypal.me slash firefoxnewsonline. That's paypal.me slash firefoxnewsonline. So please, if you can, help us out. And for those of you who have helped in the past and continue to do so, thank you so much for your, for your help. Now my final thoughts. I have never in my life rooted for impeachment more than I have with this so-called alleged president. This imbecile cost American lives. His actions in regards to the southern border were bad and are continuing to be very bad indeed. But it pales in comparison to what Joe Biden has done that cost 13 service members their lives. It is inexcusable. It is beyond belief. And his being buddy-buddy, chummy-chummy with the Taliban, a known, recognized terrorist organization by this country, is aid and comfort to the enemy. Now, 20 years of, of war in Afghanistan was stated by Pentagon officials as the war has ended. When we went in there, it was to get the people responsible for what they did to us 20 years ago. I firmly believe today, as I did then, it was the right thing to do at the time. It was necessary. And George W. Bush did exactly what he felt was the right action to take. Being in there for 20 years, that was, that's something that shouldn't have happened, but it did. And a lot of lives were lost over 20 years. But let me be clear. What Joe Biden has done should get him impeached. And because she has to be made aware of all that he does, 
while he's in the White House. Every executive order, every action, Kamala Harris should be impeached as well. That's just the way I feel about it. The sad reality is, if, in fact, he's impeached and the Senate trial kicks him out of office, then Kamala Harris moves up and so does Pelosi, and that will put this country in even deeper shit than it already is in. Let's hope to God that those Democrats who are disgusted by his actions and the loss of life of, of last week, hope they do the right thing and vote to impeach. Nancy Pelosi still supports Joe Biden, but even she has to know that the outcry for his impeachment is huge. It's larger than life. And his actions, visibly noticed by everyone in America, must get him impeached. And she has a responsibility that if the articles of impeachment are presented, they must be dealt with accordingly. If she does not, then she has failed the, the American people and the constituents of her district. And that should get her thrown out too. And that will be the catalyst among many that will turn 2022 and 2024 in the Republicans' favor. No matter what people may say about cheating and everything else, at the end of the day, it's going to be the American people who say with a loud voice at the voting booth, this has gone on long enough. You tried, you, you tried to nail President Trump, tried to nail him to a crucifix. You failed at it. But now you have to recognize that this son of a bitch occupying the White House actually did the actions that he is accused of. It's time. It's past time to remove this bastard and his camel toe hoe once and for all. And I say to you, America, mark my words, come Election Day 22 and 24, speak loud, speak strong, and show the Democrats that their actions do have consequences. Well, that'll do it for this edition of Firefox News Online. Again, my thanks to everyone who tuned in. And, of course, as always, I'm George Sinzer. And for the comments I've made, that's the way it is from my perspective. Y'all be good. If you can't be good, be careful. If you can't be careful, please, for the love of God, do not name it after me. That's all I ask. Until the Tuesday night edition at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 Central, and 7 Pacific Time, on the multiple broadcasting platforms used by the Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Network. Wishing you the very best until then. And now, it is time, as always, for that all-important closing outro. So here it comes, ready or not.